All right, it's recording now. So, hey, everybody, this is our very first podcast video, whatever. Um, my name is LLQJ, and that is my husband. His name is Jay Creative, and pretty much he spent a lot of time in prison. And I spent a lot of time outside of prison, and we are just going to pretty much put everything out there in the street about how it went before, during, after, talk about some world events and things like that. And the title of this episode is called Dear Mama, and I will let him take the stage and tell you exactly why he called it that. Yo, it's your boy Jake Creative back again like I left some. What up, people? How y'all feeling? So the name is, like she said, the name of this episode is Dear Mama, and I called it Dear Mama because after the first episode, she had a few questions. One of the questions she asked was, did my mother know what I was doing? So my mother actually listened to the episode, and I talked to her. She had questions, and I told her to write them down, but me and my mom, she didn't do it, so I'm still waiting to get them. But I still want to do an uh, episode dedicated like early to moms because a lot of mothers go through this situation, and they don't know what to do. They have My mother had no clue. At the time that I got arrested, like when the police called her, she, they told her they would call her back. They said, hey, uh, we got your son out here. Can we, do we have permission to talk to him? And her thinking, she's not, she doesn't know what's going on. So she's like, okay. Now, because she didn't know if she had permission, the courts would say, oh, well, they have permission. But anybody that knows any actual law knows that you cannot talk to a child, question a child, do anything with the child without, a presence, without the presence of a parent or a guardian or a probation. Somebody has to be there to represent that child in their interest because they don't know anything. They're freaking kids. That didn't happen with me. I was questioned, interviewed, everything. No parent, no nothing. So Wait. Mom, she's, so, so you said you were questioned by the police? Whole interview. Before your mom was notified? No. She was notified that I was there. She wasn't told why. They okay. just told her that they had me down there. And they would call her back after the interview to let her know she needed to come down there. They never called her back. I was there the whole time by myself and everything that happened, that's how it happened. So you were interrogated though without her? Right. Wow. So, so, but my mom, one of the things I asked, she said, excuse me, that LLQJ asked, she asked, did my mom know what I was doing? And when I talked to my mom, my mom says, I didn't know anything. but let's be honest, parent. Uh, but being an adult now, looking back, it's like if you don't know what your child is doing, you you don't know exactly what your child is doing because they're not in your eyesight. Well, back uh, then we hid a lot too. We were out in the streets a lot, we, so and that was right. They didn't see it, so if I didn't, and that's a uh, a level of plausible deniability that's honestly shameful. If I didn't see my child do it, I don't know what he's doing. But you have to have, take some, some culpability. Like, if my child's not in my house, they're out in the streets, I don't know where they're What are they doing to survive? Whatever they can. You got. You have to make that assumption. Like, if my child's not here, what are they going to do? Who's going to help them? Who's taking care of them? Like, for me, I was at my cousin's house. But if my cousin's baby daddy and all his friends are older than me are all selling drugs, what do you think? I'm, you think they're just going to feed me for free? You think I'm just going to sit? I'm just sitting here? The, the high probability is that I'm doing what they're doing. I'm in the streets. I'm doing what people in the streets are doing. So if I would have robbed somebody of things that were outside of my character, that would have been different. But to actually, you know, to earn earn my own way, 
that I was brought up on. So you, so knowing me, if you know your child, you can pretty much figure the the probability of what they're gonna do. But also, like I said, it's a lot of it's mothers right now whose children are being locked up, and they don't know. They really don't know what to do, and no one's there to tell them. No one's gonna say, "No, these are the rules. This is what has to be done." Occasionally, you know, you have those ones to get that good lawyer that's gonna step in and say, "Hey, you know, and give them all the information." But a lot of times, there's nobody giving them any information, saying, "Hey, this is what you need to do to help your child. This is the information. Talk to your child. You know, whatever they need. No one's gonna tell them anything. Whatever they need to know." You know what? I wish. I wish we would have. And we're not going to backtrack now. Maybe we'll do it later. But I wish we would have added your mom to this call to get her feedback because she was a young mother. She had you at what age? Uh, 15. 15. So by the time you got locked up, she was 29, 30? She was, she was really uh, young. She was, let's see, she was 20, actually I think she was 29. When you, first got, when you first got in trouble. No, 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 no. She was 30. 30, she was 30 because okay. her birthday is a month at the mine, and but she had me a month before her birthday, so she was 15, about to turn 16. Okay, so yeah, so she so was she still was young. She was 30 years old. You know what I'm saying? 30, and and you're her firstborn son. You were her firstborn son, the, the the one in trouble, the whole nine, and she didn't know. But you brought up culpability, like. Right. I, I don't know because you you were a sneaky little so-and-so you know what i'm saying I, that's just it i was never sneaky to an I extent just, you wasn't going home saying became, oh yeah mom i'm selling dope or mom i'm doing this or i just i'm doing this you she didn't really know and you revealed that in the podcast there was I things did, she didn't know i didn't go home though that's just it right but home. it wasn't her fault that she didn't know no, it was no it's not you 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 made sure she didn't know because you probably would have got that no, butt toe up no, I wouldn't. That was just it. Okay, so listen. The first time I actually left home, I got into it with my, with my stepdad, and I was like, and I, I was hot. I'm like 38 hot, ready to kill him hot. And I went across the street because my cousin been right across the street from me. Mm-hmm. You're just having an issue, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I, am. So I, I got it. I got it. I went to my cousin, and I was I was so mad. I was ready to shoot my stepdad. I was like, I told him, I told him give me a gun. It was like, man, we're not giving you no gun. My cousin, she like, no, no definitely don't give him a gun. <laughs> so... I left and, and my stepdad and my mom, he went and got my mom and I went out the back door and left. I stayed gone for a week. In that week that I was gone, I came, when I came back home, only reason I came home when I did was because uh, police pulled, pulled my cousin over for a stolen car. The car wasn't stolen, but they pulled over a stolen car. I was around, was around the corner from my house though. So they called my mom like, come get him. And I was literally, because she had reported me as a runaway. And I went home and I went back over to my cousin's house to get my stuff. I came home with like three bags of clothes. Okay. I left with the clothes on my back and I came home with three bags of brand new clothes. Okay, so that meant that you either, you you got some money or you got some older cats in the neighborhood that gave you some stuff. I mean, it can't happen. Three you no, three, not three regular bags, three garbage bags. I know, but you were a likable person. Somebody could have gave it to you. (laughs) Was that like? So tell so so okay so we we know that there was epidemic back then. Was your mom up on street terminology and street slang and all that? My mom was not up on street life. That that's that's the next element because if you're if your mom isn't from the street, she doesn't live the street life. If my mom, honestly, I can say she was protected from the streets. Okay. My grandfather, you know, say fathers like my grandfather loved. That was it. she's his first daughter. Anything that little girl needed, he's gonna make it happen. Whatever he had to do. Okay, my stepdad—he's very—he was—he he was a street dude, 
But, you know, back is that he came from that mentality of your main chick stays at home. You take care of her. Or whatever you do in the streets, what you do in the streets, you don't bring it home. So she never had the opportunity to really be in the streets. <laughs> Wait, she was she was the main that. chick. We, we gonna, we're going to act like you didn't just call her the main chick. Indicating yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not we stop we stop 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 that's a whole nother episode <laughs> y'all don't want to hear yeah. this because main chick indicates that there might be other chicks and we just not gonna go there right now today because we're talking about something else but anyways so let's fast forward a little bit so your mom yeah. didn't have the street life or whatever you were interrogated without a parent visible when did she come into the picture when it had to do with your case she couldn't she said now when i talked to her she said like, every time they would call her my lawyer that that was assigned to me mm-hmm. will call and say you need to be at court for this. And she had now remember my mom had just started working at the health department at the time. Mm-hmm. New job she had they you know that she had went through a little program and went to school and she just started this job. So they would call her and say hey well she had she had, had it for a little while but hey you need to, uh, he has a court appointment court date on this day you need to be here for this they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that. And when she showed by the time she you know she shows up one time she's leaving work do what she got she's trying to be there she gets there. Oh, we're already done. Or it got it got canceled. So every time she would show up, there was nobody there to tell her anything. My lawyer's not telling her anything. The lawyer wasn't calling so she, her on the phone saying, hey, this, this, this. Call, the, no, the lawyer would call and say he has a court date on this. And then when she got there, by the time the, 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 whatever was supposed to happen is either already happened or it's been postponed. And the lawyer, my lawyer is gone. She has to ask the prosecutor or somebody or, or a, a sheriff like, hey, what's going on? And the sheriff said, hey, oh, no, they uh, postponed it. Yeah, I'm, I've been here all day. They postponed that or they did that earlier this morning. Yeah, they told me. She's like, they told me it was at 1 o'clock. And she didn't know to ask but, for paperwork, the discovery, and all that other right, kind of stuff. Okay. no clue about any of that. Think about now, she didn't know street life. None of us knew legal life. This is before law and order and all that. So we, none, none of, nobody dun, dun. knew anything about how the legal <laughs> process right. or anything. Okay. And that's what, that goes back to what I was saying about people actually knowing what was going on and, and that discipline of drug dealers and, People would know stuff. It's like somebody would tell you, hey, you get locked up. This is the process. This is what you do. Nobody was telling us that. We right. were just out of the streets on our own trying to figure it out. Right. Now we got a lot of resources where we could find out. So you, you're going to court. I was I was at some of those court appearances. And I won't lie. I, I didn't know what was going on. I was totally oblivious. I had to do some research and go to libraries and ask questions of older people that I knew had been to jail or there was a person in my life at the time that was in jail. I had to write him and ask some questions too to understand it. So, so I get that. So, all the way up until the point you were sentenced, she was pretty much lost, right? Right. When, the, when okay. she, she showed up, when she she she, they, she made it to the hearing, the, the, like the hearings, the actual hearings, she would make it to those. But I saw her. At some she of didn't. Those. She didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. I'm a best, she didn't know. I couldn't explain it because I, I didn't know because all my information is coming from this lawyer. Right. So that's a whole different. That's a whole uh, another topic in itself. Yeah, we're for, not gonna get on that ineffective counsel. We ain't gonna talk about that right now, but we will. I'll make sure to take a note of that for one of those episodes about ineffective counsel and the whole juvenile system. All right. So how once you got um sentence and you went off, we we know you went to Carson City and we know you've been to other prisons and whatnot. How did your relationship with your mom, did it grow? Did it suffer? Let's hear about how it impacted her life from what you know, because she's not on the call to speak for herself. But how, how did it affect her when you went to jail? And how did it affect your relationship with your mother? Well, 
kind of like you and your daughter, me and my mom, be, me being the oldest child, like I'm her older brother, I'm, but I'm her twin in a lot of senses. So I was, I, I was her partner too. Mm-hmm. But our relationship suffered because, simply because it was unable to grow. When you're 15, you're you're growing, right? So you don't know who you're gonna be. You 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 still have to grow, develop, you know, and all in emotional, mental, and all that. But so only thing my mom could do at the time was write. But you have to fit back. Remember, she has two other children, and she's working. She's trying, and she's just not. She's not you know, at 30, she's just not. Got get to a level where she can handle her all of her own responsibilities. I get that, but but still, my question was, how did it affect? How did it affect I'm, I'm, your? Go ahead, your relationship it, with your mom, because if saying, she was your partner, she was your twin, but right. So our relationship suffered mainly due to a lack of communication. So at that time, you remember how phone calls you had to call collect back then. Every, it's still collect calls, but you couldn't put money on the phone, things like that. You call collect, so and I'm, the person answering it had to accept the charges right, and, the, and be charged right, for that call. Mm-hmm. Right, and it paid, but you paid through the regular. It went straight to your phone bill mm-hmm. back then. Right. That? Yep. <clears throat> so I couldn't because did we even have a phone at that time? I don't think we had a phone at that time. Like we didn't even have a phone in the house. I had to wait for the phone got turned Y'all back had a phone. Before. We didn't have a phone. The phone that got cut off. Oh, because I the when I so when I talked to you, it she, wasn't from there. I don't know. Okay. No, but because she when they called, actually when the police called, they called my grandmother's house, and my mother just happened to be there, mm-hmm. so that was how they got in, she got in contact, and but at home we didn't have a phone, so I okay. couldn't call anyway until the phone got cut back on. So it, now we have a dead level communication. You know, letters, you communicate, but you don't communicate everything. And being being the child that I was and coming from the era I came from, it's, so I, I grew up with a mentality, whatever's going on here, I'm not going to let her know how bad it is. I'm going to let her, as long as she knows, as long as she believes I'm all right, she's going to be all right. So then whatever was going on in prison, when I called, it's, hey, how you doing? I'm happy. I'm, you know, so I'm okay. I'm working on this. I'm trying to learn this appeal stuff. I'm doing this. I'm reading and things like that. When I did talk to her, when I did write her, like my first, I didn't see my mother from, she came to see me in quarantine, her and my grandma. What year was that? Just, that was 92. Okay. And I didn't see her again until I was at Mar in like 93 or 94. So a year and a half, two years, okay. And how yeah, far? Yeah, and, but for for the listeners, because not everybody knows where you were at that time in comparison to where you lived or where your mom lived. So what is the distance between okay, so, home uh, and where you Carson, were? Carson City was probably an hour, an hour and some change away. It wasn't far. That was another thing that when they sent me, was like, we're gonna send him somewhere close, at least so his family can see him mm-hmm. if they want to. So Carson City was maybe an hour or some changes out in the boonies, like most prisons. In Mar, however, Michigan Reformatory is in Ionia. Literally nothing but prisons there seems like, but that's only 45 minutes. Okay. So once she learned, she, once I got to MR, she knew how to get to Riverside. And when I explained to her, like, MR is the place right up on the hill. That's what we called MR back in the day, the hill. So she was like, she had to say, she, oh, I can get there. So I was able to see her a little more often. Not as often as I would have liked, but I was able, still able to see her. So her, she came up my, with my brothers. So, 
But to go back to your question, my relationship with my mother suffered due to lack of communication. My relationship with my brother suffered due to the same. Every, my relationship with anybody was mainly lost due to a lack of communication. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to try to keep this one because you picked this title. Dear yeah. Mama, we're going to talk about this is this is you and your mama. This is you and mama. Love your mama to death, but this is what we're talking about. So, okay, so she came and saw you in a couple times, and then was there a gap? Or when you say lack of communication, do you mean no letters coming in on bo or, or going out from you? Do you mean no visits? What do you mean when you say lack of communication? Well, the phone's on and off, so I, only, I call sometimes, sometimes I don't call. Uh, letters were sporadic. She's like, she would write me a letter and then forget that she had it and it'd be in her purse for the next three months. And I'm sitting there, it's times when I'm sitting there feeling like, oh, don't nobody love me? I can't get no, don't nobody want to write. Then I'll get a letter and she it said, letter. I had this letter in my for, for like for a couple months, birthday card. My birthday comes and goes, I haven't got the card. Well, I forgot the birthday card was in my purse. You know, little things like that. It's like, Part of me at that time I was mad, but I was young, so you know, some I was developing. But when I got older, I was just like, man, she, I made my choices that put me where I was at, and my mom still had to keep going because, like I said, she had other children, she has her life to live as well. So if she was unable to write, even if she wanted to at the time, or her circumstances of her life kept or had her distracted from being able to do things. Looking back, it's like I understand that. Looking back, at you understand time, it, right, yeah. At that time, mm -hmm. that. It, that it was it was I, there was no logic of looking at of all, looking at all those things. Right, that's my mom. I should so be getting letters I, every day I and get a letter right. once a week. You know what I mean? You can't write. You can just say you ain't got to write. You send send a card. Just say hey, I was thinking about you. Little mm -hmm. things like that. That's not happening. I can't call because the phone's out on. Then I have to wait when I get a letter. Hey, the phone's on. Here's the number. I call a few times and then the phone's cut off again. But like I said, my mom was doing this. She's taking care of my brothers by herself, basically. All the responsibility is hers. So I, I that part for me, at that time, I bet I understood, so I wasn't tripping on that. But I was like, you can write any something. Why is it, why you, you know, why does it take so long to communicate? Why does it let me know let, what's going on? Can I get some pictures? Man, you saw my photo. You saw how many pictures of my mom I had in there. I know. The the listeners don't know. Let's let's hear about it. Oh, it wasn't. It, those first years, it was definitely not a lot. But my mom and I don't know if it was a thing she didn't take pictures or, but I was like, you know, making a whole so lot that, of excuses that hindsight, I, I need you to talk I, about your feelings no, at I'm that saying, time. Come on. My feelings at that, I'm, my, I'm a child. My feelings are, are just feeling. They're emotional. Right. So instead of me thinking about what I thought about it back then, instead of getting mad about it, I developed the mentality of fuck it. It's like, okay, it is what it is. Ain't no point in crying about it. No point in bitching about it. Get up, do what you got to do. But that was after you, you cried and bitched about it, though. No, I didn't cry and bitch about it. I thought about it. I got my feelings about it. And then it was like, fuck it. What, what you going to do? Just get up. You you got to do this time. You got to live your life day by day. Whatever you got to do is what you got to do. They ain't here. That's true. They're out there. You're here. So it's like, you know what? And that, that fuck it mentality, it, 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 it festered. It grows. And it's like. Don't mean, don't mean nothing, not a thing. Like if she writes, she writes, she don't, she don't. Okay. Well, you, talk, you, you, you talked about the phone calls and the letters. What about visits? I mean, you at least got in-person contact consistently? No, no. 
I went years without visits. How many so years went it. without, but between that, I think you said 0304. What was the next visit after that? Oh, when I saw my, from my mom? That's who we're talking uh, about today, right? Let's see. Hold on. No, you just said business period. So let's say, hold on. Uh, I saw, last time I saw my mom was say, I think it was 95 or 96 at MR. And I got transferred from MR, said with the Riverside. I didn't see my mom again from 96. I didn't see my mom again until, hell, until we got married in person. That's, and that, th was that was 2012. So you're talking about from, I can't even count that 96. many years. How many years was that? 96 to 2012, uh, said 10, 16 years. Mm-hmm, 16. I, I really yeah. can't count that high, yeah. but I, I don't want the, the people yeah, listening to think she kind of, she low-key slow, but 16 then. years? Yep. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I didn't see her. No, I didn't see her at Riverside. I had to think about it. I didn't know because I left there with the Riverside. I didn't see her. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. Yes, I did. I saw her at Riverside. That was, that was 96. I left Riverside because I left MR. On a med for medical because I had tore my knee up real bad. So we're still at 16 and years? Yeah, it's still about 15, 16 years. So explain explain to me. Yeah, 20, I turned 21 in 97. So yeah, I'm going to say 15 years. It was 97, my 21st birthday. So explain to me and everybody else that's listening. Because I'm not sure that I even... I thought it was 8 years or 7 years. For some reason, it no, never... No, I was talking to her. That was afterwards... Uh, I didn't talk to her on the phone, didn't talk to anybody and from 2001 to 2008. So let's get this right. Michigan, from, what is it, Grand Haven to Port Huron. Well, we got a four-hour okay. drive. Right. Oh, yeah, from Port, yeah, it's about four hours. From side to side, from, from, from... From the bottom up from to the, the UP. From the bottom to the UP, we got about a six-hour drive, seven-hour. Six okay, six, seven, depending on if you're driving Miss Daisy or not. Okay. So you telling me in 16 years, you never left the state of Michigan. You were in MDOC. Nope. You were always in Michigan. And there was a almost two-decade gap between seeing the person who you just said was your partner, your twin, your homie, your, your mother. Yeah. When this was happening, when when you were in that moment, in that 16 years, what was going on in your head? Fuck it. <laughs> so, I, mean, I hate to say it and sound like it was like hostile. It wasn't a hostile. Fuck, oh, you like, know what? We're we not going to. We, we, it was hostile because guess what? I got the was, I got the journal you wrote while you was in there, and when I dig that I, out, I was, it was those. But remember, those are when you when I'm, it's still when emotions, are, that, moments. exactly. And I'm talking about moment, those moments so people can understand what the hell you were going through, so that they can Listen. see what you did, where you went, where mentally, emotionally, to where you are today. Because that's a that's a story right there. That's something big. Understand something. Understand something. When you when I write a journal, even when I wrote my journal, it was in that moment, at that moment, that's what I felt. And that's but what I'm trying to bring out without right, having to go dig in the in the in the storage. I'm I'm trying to dig it out so that people can understand, so that guys in your situation can understand. Because there's people 
or parents or friends, loved ones of people that were your age that are going through what you're going through right now. And there's women out here that don't understand the law system, even with Google, even with YouTube University. They don't understand what their son is going through. So they need to know the different changes. If you you wanted to do this, so we and we are going to be raw and we are going to talk about what all these fucking emotions that you're going through so that we understand. This is not to hurt your mother because the past is the past. This is not to bring up old stuff and have anybody slang and snot because you overcame it, you got through it. But we need people to understand. So if you're going to sugarcoat shit and, and try to make it seem like, oh, this is what I was feeling back then. This is what I was feeling back then. Negro, this is what we want to talk about. Listen. I've heard the real. was fucking then when I tell you that the feeling was fucking, I, it's, it's like right now something really bad happens. I said, I'm a lady. You go, life gonna knock you down. When life knocks you down, what you gonna? I was like, what you gonna do? I'm gonna kick. You gonna scream. You gonna cry. You gonna bitch. But you gonna get up. I love what you gonna do. Get back you up. Get your bitch ass up and go do what the fuck you gotta do. You gonna get up exactly. You gonna go. So, but when you go, once you go through it, it's like. You, you look back at it, it's like, man, I was feeling really messed up in that moment. Mm-hmm. That one moment is not going to define me. So in those moments when I was writing, I was sad and I was hurt like, man. And you see a guy go on business, it's like, damn, there's, there's people here every week. You know, and the further you go from home, it, it's easier. It's like, I understand it, though. I'm so far away. I know. Because I tell you what, coming across that bridge. And, that. Yeah, that Mackinac Bridge but ain't no joke. <laughs> right. But when you closer to home, it's like you within an hour drive of home and nobody's coming. It's like, what the f- Really? Y'all Who is nobody? Like Why you keep talking about no, nobody? Because. Listen, I'm telling you, listen, you, you asked. So you I know, but finish. I'm, to, but, but this, but we, we, going to have to learn you through the course of these episodes that we got to keep the content where the content go. Otherwise we're going to be all over the place and we're going to lose ourselves. But let's bring it back. Cause we talk about their mom. That's what I'm doing. That's what we talking talk about. When I say nobody is your mom, your immediate, the people that you was around 24-7 all the time. Which one of them is the main one is your mom? We're going to talk about friends and family. We're going to talk about my ass, too. But we talk right. about dear mama today. When you were always like, man, the worst one, let me be honest, the worst time was when I was in Muskegon. 30 minutes from home, like, it's a straight, you know, Muskegon, straight shot. 15 right? minutes. <laughs> Depending on how 15, you drive. Yeah, 15 minutes. I didn't done it in 15. But, and my mom was supposed to kind of know it. I want to see my mom. I want to see my brother so bad. Like, that's what I really want to see. I left and they were so young. I hadn't seen him in so long. And my pictures is so sporadic that I look at one picture, my brother's five. I look at another picture, he's nine. The next picture, he's 13. It's like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not keeping, I'm not able to keep track. So, and she was supposed to come see me. She wrote me a letter. It's like, we'll be there at this on this day right here. And I got transferred like the week before. Ooh. And sent up north. You talking about salty? I, I was hot. Up north, right? you mean to the Upper Peninsula? Yeah, that's when I got sent to the UP the first time. Oh, like all those years, like fifteen years, I never got sent to the UP. I was always low, down lower parts of Michigan, and they sent me to the UP, and I was like, man, because I was that was that was what I was waiting on more than anything to see my little brother and to find out that, and now it's like I can't. And part of me it, at that time, it blame it, I blame my mom, like if you. I've been 30 minutes. I've been here almost two years. For two years, you, all you had to do was come up the street. And you can you can make a way to do that. 
How many different prisons did you touch? Your the whole bit that you did. Ooh. Oh, let me see. Hold on, I'd have to actually count. Let's see. Call them out. Call them out. Carson City, MR, Riverside, uh, Adrian. Adrian, where did I go from Adrian? Uh, Macomb. I left Adrian, went to Macomb. Left Macomb uh, during the, the state transfers and went to St. Louis. From St. Louis to IMAX. IMAX to Bellamy Creek. To Muskegon, uh, Straits, Newberry, Kim Ross, JCS, uh, JCS, Adrian, for the second time, but level, lower level, uh, Cotton, St. Louis again. To Jackson, to home. So that's what seventeen prisons. Fifteen prisons, fifteen unique prisons. Two that you oh, yeah, touched no, twice. The, one, the couple there, the ones I went to twice was because or I went back to them years. Right, later, right, right. But I'm saying so. Fifteen level. unique prisons. You put URF in there. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about the URF. Yeah, because that was the hell of a drive. So, so sixteen. No, un- no, okay. Where you drove was the first one. That was straight. Oh, straight. Okay, and then you are you are right. Newberry, and then I went to URF. Anyways, up there, cross that bridge. Yeah. Mm. So so sixteen unique prisons over the course. You was you was club hopping. Uh, you was trying to find the party. What what's your, what, what's all that, boy? No, it actually it actually fit my life because as long as I stayed at any at any, at any place was three years. But it fit me because after three years, it's like, man, look, I'm ready. I want to see something else. I'm tired of looking at y'all. I'm on, let's go. What, what's next? Says you're not guaranteed. No, it's prison. You're not guaranteed to stay anywhere. You have no rights to your place. Yeah, but it's not common to 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 go to 16 different prisons. Actually, let's let's say 18, 18 in 24 years. That's 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 damn near a year and a couple months per. Not even a, a year and. Yeah, because like a couple places I only stayed at, like Newberry, I was there for like two three months and URF I was only there like 30 days right uh yeah stuff like that well I can say this um even though she, your mom didn't visit you a lot in these places it it could also be I mean I know she didn't like driving on the highway though I, I do know that you didn't even mention that but I do know she didn't even like those long drives or was said, it covered yeah that. I said that she's not she doesn't my mom does not drive on the highway she well you said she doesn't she drive on the highway you 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 know right. I know the story she, you, you ain't talking healthy, to me though right she would avoid it with, she avoids it like the Play. I know, cause when we got married, we all had to do the whole meetup thing, and we came right. as a as a unit. You know, my mom, your mom, right. to everybody. Um, but again, it could also be other things too, cause even though you were thirty minutes away or an hour away, I mean, at any given time, you were within a five hour window. Period. At any right. given time. So there's there's buses that went to prisons. Every prison had a bus that. Or area that we're a, 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 like a party bus or whatever you call it, big tour bus would you bring that, people. You, listen, you say that you make me it, makes, it touches on that other side because it was another point where my mom she was telling I was talking on the phone one day she told me how she took the bus to Bingo in Milwaukee. 
So you have to imagine what I'm, I'm sitting there like, hold on. It's my mama now. Don't get it. I know. I get it. I get it. That, that's fine. But, in but my what mind I'm saying. Time, my thought is, Negro, how the hell you can take a bus to Milwaukee, but you can't take a bus ride to see your damn child? I get it. Salty. I Those get emotion, it. That's that emotion. And once the emotion flares up, I'm I'm feeling neglected. I'm feeling unloved. I'm feeling like, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't got nobody. I'm Right. You no, know, that's my. That's my so let me so let me finish so what i was trying to say is there's all these different ways but it, it might not have been about that at all my firstborn child my seed my son ended up in this situation and i didn't prevent it even though it was totally his fault and well his decision he's still young so you know your brain ain't all there yet but but she could have been feeling like like a bad parent like a bad mom like I can't face him here. And then, from my experience, being locked in prison, because when you go to see somebody, you touched on, you patted down, you pretty much, right. you locked in there too. You feel like a prisoner. If something go down in that prison, you're locked in there too. So you're locked behind one, two, I've been locked behind three, four doors at one point. When you were in a hole, I had to go through hell and high water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then no, see you behind this thick glass. So there's a lot. And that's hard for a parent. I couldn't imagine one of our girls in prison having to go see them. I'd probably never want to visit. Even though I know they needed that because you need that support. But in the back of my mind, I wouldn't want to see my child like that. So do you think that she ever could have been feeling like it, it tears her down inside to see her child in the role model of the other two brothers like that? So let me say this, because this is for my mom, and I've told her this, and it's for all other moms who whose sons grow up and we do dumb stuff, we do stuff. She felt like it was her fault. She told me that she that she she felt like she really dropped the ball. Because like she would tell me she told me how she got super strict on my brothers because she didn't want to drop that ball again. Right. So and you know, you know my family, so but you like the child, my childhood. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm the golden child. I'm, I'm, I'm I was looked at as like, man, there's no way this kid is just freaking smart at this young. And I was, I got the potential to do literally anything I want to do. Brain was too, brain was too big for my body. Like it, it's, it's wrong. He is smart. But to be that smart, be seen as that smart, and to go and do something that dumb, it didn't equate. It didn't balance. So my mom felt like she did something wrong. To call to let this situation happen, gotcha. and I had to tell her, and I had to tell her honestly, like, look, it wasn't your fault. You, even as a mother, as a woman, as a human being, you can only do so much. The choices I made are the choices I made. They, they weren't your fault. So you, so you think she raised you well, and this was all pretty much you just taking the wrong path? I'm, I'm. It's a com. I'm, it's a combination of both. I'm not gonna say I was raised. I was raised. My mother did the best she could based on what she knew. Remember, she had me at fifteen. So what? You're not talking known? to me, though. I know. No, I'm. I'm yeah, you, I'm, you, I'm you, talking. You're you not talking to me. You talk. I'm just prompting you to talk to them. That's all. So, buddy, I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to them too. It's like, but you can only do so much for anybody. Okay. At the end of the day, they got to they got to make their own choices, and they have to live with their choices, whether you like them or not. Right. So the choices I made were not my mother's fault. You know, said choices she made might have influenced the choices that I made. So for me, it was that the choice that my mom made was bringing me back from Baltimore, bringing me to Michigan. I understand it now. At the time, I didn't understand it. Like, why would you take me from 
where I'm, I'm, I'm signing, I'm blowing, I'm doing everything. I can do pretty much anything, but I'm doing everything. Why would you bring me from that to this? Right. So that, in that sense, I felt, you know what I'm saying, for that, and that, you know, at, at that moment, I probably felt, I felt like, like, this is your fault. But, but at the end of the day, when I you know, grew, I said, you know what, it's not your fault. You made the choices that you made because you're a mother. You wanted your children to be with you. As your, your children are your responsibility. Right. And you love your children. You want to be around them. So, by, but by bringing me to this environment, it changed the choices. It changed my, my it changed my trajectory of life. My choices became different. So it's not on her. It's it's more of a combination of every every factor: your environment, the elements in your environment, and you know, what what are you going through as an individual? Right. Are you at that time? I couldn't articulate what I was feeling. I couldn't explain to my mom why I didn't want to be in Michigan because I just knew I didn't want to be here right. or there. So I couldn't explain that to her. So it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Right. I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless. Gotcha. So we're, we're pushing uh, time here. So we're going to wrap this up shortly. But I do have some other questions. So you got past all that. And now that you're you're out here, so tell me um, or tell us because, you know, I already know. It's our little secret until you tell us. How is your relationship now with your mom? So it, it, I'm not going to ask the next question because it's kind of got to going to kind of give it away. So tell us about how your relationship with her now is. It's, it's good. It's like, okay, so let me make it real clear. I'll be brief like you say, run out of time. So remember, I said I didn't talk to my mother on the phone. I got maybe two or three letters over the course of like eight years. You, I called you. You had my mom number. You gave me a number. And the minute my mom answered the phone, we started talk. We start talking like we was just talking uh, ten minutes ago. Like, hold on, I got to do something. Come right back because that's our relationship is, is is nature. It's our natural bond. We don't for we don't never have to force anything. But it it was different because I wasn't a child anymore. So my relationship with my mom now is I'm still her son. I'm always be her son. But I'm all for me. I'm like I'm also your big brother because there's so many things that <laughs> because of the life that she lived, she doesn't know a lot of stuff that that the average person like that they would think it's like why you don't know about that. Uh, I'm teaching my mom about technology all the time. I just learned this stuff five minutes ago, but I know that she doesn't know, so I'm going to teach it to her. I'm going to teach you about methods and things that I learned that, that can help you better your life. If I go say whether I use a knife, something I learned that can help you, I'm going to teach her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to encourage her. Because I know I know the things that she's been through that she's told me about, so I'm gonna encourage her to so so, so she can be better. But in doing so, it helps me. You know, it helps me because it's like you still my mom, you still my buddy, you still my best friend, but you still mainly you still my freaking mom. <clears throat> she still your what? My freaking mom. No, no, no. You you said another term. Huh? You said you still she's still your what? Your mom, your what? She's my oh excuse me. She's one of my best friends. Oh, okay, we just for the record, we just wanted to clear the record. <laughs> she's t- the jury she's can strike his last <laughs> statements. <laughs> but you know, but you know, it was like that's my yeah. father, that's, that's my partner. It's like okay, uh, like on the road. It's times I'm drunk. Come on, my, I know she's up at four in the morning before you get up for I'm up at four because like in my family you know we don't sleep like that mm-hmm. uh, my wife sleep and I ain't gonna wake her up because she probably just went to bed I'm gonna call my mom what you doing right. watch the TV I know get your butt up and we'll just talk and we'll talk about whatever just let it just be right she keep me company while I'm driving keep me you know distracted from 
falling asleep or whatever. Right. So another she, she question. Never, oh, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to keep you. I'm trying to keep you at a, on a time limit because. Uh, right. So, be, but because of that, because of the things that I've been through, it allowed and, and, and developing perspective and understanding, mm-hmm. which is a gift in itself. It allows me to have a better relationship with my mom. Great. That's good. Because I don't just see my mom. I see I see my mom. I see the woman. I see the person. Right. You don't, you don't, yeah. I get that. And that's that's respectable. Like I tilt my hat to you on that. You do tilt talk to her hat. a lot. You talk to her a lot, I know, because I have to text you and be like, get off the phone with her. I need to talk to you. I ain't up on her. But that's your mom. But that, your mom will be your mom. So I know. You talk, to, bo- you talk to both the moms. Because of all that I've been through, that I can talk. I see your mom and I see her as a person. I see your woman. I see the person. And I can talk to her and we get along really well. Right. The guy with two moms. So, <laughs> <laughs> just, just um, I know your mom reached out to you after the, the audio-only podcast that we did uh, for Spotify and can be streamed on everyone's favorite player. I'll put the link down there so you can go and subscribe and follow. But after she called you on that, she you guys talked a little bit and she said she had some questions for you. Do you think that this, video is going to to bring up some more questions or, or other things that oh, definitely. definitely so a lot of this so you could say a lot of this is not stuff that you've had a one-on-one with her about even though you talk all the time oh like i've told her all this like at different points in time but that's not going to be the issue like her having questions if she has more questions the problem is going to be trying to teach her how to get to the get to the video so that she can actually be in the video. Just tell her to text That's me. That's on you, buddy. Just tell her to text <laughs> me, send a carrier pigeon, do whatever. We're going to have to work through that. USPS. Right. So before we get out of here, I want to thank everybody that came to our channel today to listen. Again, we also have a podcast on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio. And if you go to our Spotify app, uh, Unre- uh, it's called unrestricted unrestricted oh, I can't talk right now 24 <laughs> out the door you can copy the RSS uh, feed link and you can put it on any of your favorite podcast uh, applications or whatever so you can hear it wherever you listen to your favorite podcast I want you to subscribe I want you to like 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 comment 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 and follow us yeah, don't be afraid also on content. Facebook. Right, right. Everything is at unrestricted two four O as in the letter O not zero T D O T D out the door. I'm L L Q J. And that's <laughs> he never <laughs> gives it never creative. gives it. Jay creative. Y'all see, you know, all that she just did, that's why I don't pay her phone. Yeah, I never get paid for anything, <laughs> I swear. Tell y'all some movie. I was getting not paid in there. <laughs> but if I have forty dollars, all right, I'm stop. So yeah, thank you guys for coming, and <laughs> we're gonna oh, keep no, trying yeah. to have content coming. <laughs> we'll have content coming as often as possible, whether it's video, whether it's a podcast, whatever. But follow us, follow us, follow us. We need your follows, your comments, your likes, and your shares, so that we can grow our community and get deeper in these conversations and go live and all that good stuff. Peace. Yeah, again and again.